Hello, you're listening to Drunk Parents. I'm Rachel. I'm Steve. And our kids are in bed. So we're drinking. Rachel, what do you what do you got over there? I'm drinking a vodka rocks. In honor of? Because it's what hot spies in the 80s drink. <laughs> and I learned that from watching Atomic Blonde last weekend. Educational film. It is. It's a very cocktails. Edu- she did two things in this movie. Well, let's be honest. She did a lot of things that were really <laughs> badass to me. And I was like a child basically looking up to one of their heroes. But two things she did that I have not been able to get out of my head are drinking vodka rocks at a bar. Like when she goes in, she's like vodka rocks and they give it to her and she just throws it back <laughs> like so badass. And she also smokes cigarettes. And the smoke just kind of like frames her beautiful face and it's so seductive and looks amazing. And I'm like, why don't I smoke cigarettes and drink vodka rocks all the time? Because both of those things will kill you <laughs> if you do them all the time. She's a spy. She could die at any minute. I know. So she life doesn't on the care. Edge. If I was a spy and every day that I live could possibly be my last, I would smoke so many cigarettes. Do you wake up every morning and try to live your life like Atomic Blonde? I have taken a lot of notes from from that character this week. (laughs) I'm like, I just need to be more hard, you know, more badass. Like, I need to kick ass a little bit more than I do. That's a great takeaway. Yeah. So, I mean, it was so... Insane. I have to say, it exceeded my expectations. Oh, nice. Yeah. What'd you think? I think it met my expectations, but I had high expectations. You did? So that was fine. Okay. Yes, it was what I thought it would be. The physicality, the fight scenes was incredible. Were yeah, the fight in- scenes were unbelievable. Incredible. Yeah, it's great. And I, not to plug another podcast, but I listened to Pop Culture Happy Hour this week, and the what they admired, which I totally agree, is how she's a very strong woman, obviously, and she worked really hard to get in shape for this role, but she's still not a man. So we're seeing a physicality in her that's you know it matches a born a Jason Bourne right. type of physicality, but it's, it looks very different on screen because she's a woman. So you have to imagine, like, you know, she's just not as strong, so you're going to use objects in the room. Yeah, and you're, you're putting your whole body behind it, every punch. It's convincing. And, yes. It yes. looks like it looks like she's really doing like it. that's how she would have that's to. That's how she's yes. fighting. Yeah, it doesn't look like, you know, they're, like, giving her any slack at all for the movie, for the role. Like, yeah. you believe that she's doing it. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, go see Atomic Blonde. Do it. So I am sick tonight. Yeah. So I have a fever. So I'm drinking Emergency, but in honor of... Atomic Blonde, I put some vodka in it, so it's like emergent V. <laughs> you know what? It actually looks really good. It probably tastes a little bit like a screwdriver. It does. I got the orange flavor. But it's a little fizzy, right? Yes. And I actually like emergency. I, I enjoy too. the flavor yeah. of it. So a little bit of vodka in there. Probably not good for a... No, you know what? It's killing all the germs. That's what I think. Yeah. So just have like two. Right. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, I'm sorry you're sick. That's okay. big announcement awesome boobs are back that while i like the sentiment of what you're saying i don't they didn't go where did they go (laughs) they didn't leave this is not we're bringing this up again we had this argument yes for those who don't remember this was a big heated argument that steve and i have actually i rarely get genuinely angry at you (laughs) But I was so frustrated with you for not seeing my point. And for all I know, you still may not see my point. 
I came around. I mean, your point was boobs are out, and I was trying to say, no, everyone, especially guys, love boobs, and your point was, it's not about what guys like fashion. Fashion designers yes. are covering them up. They're designing clothes for flat-chested women. Yes. Like, fashion is and lending. High fashion. And so, okay, you know, I, I guess I could ultimately, so I you, accepted you that, but I never would have said boobs are out, because... Right. That's what I just couldn't. Because that's crazy. Get on board with. Well, now there but was, they're back. There, so there was an article in the New York Post on Sunday, and the headline is "Boobs Are Back," and all these stars <laughs> are now wearing these red carpet dresses that really push them up and push them together and make them stand out. Huge Rihanna did it. She looks amazing. Back in Cannes, Susan Sarandon was one of the first. Susan Sarandon. Yes. 70 years old she is. And putting them out there. Oh my god. And she her she looked amazing at Cannes, but she had them up and pushed together like Christina Hendricks style in this gorgeous wow. dress and she was a showstopper in Cannes. So she was one of the first that put it put it on the radar. Okay. Yeah, and, and um designers have started designing this way. All right. I mean, it's certainly I'm excited I know. about No, you've got to be so excited. Back. So the Kendall Jenners of the world and like the Hadids are all like up in arms are like scrambling because they don't have the boobs. You know, they're they're little perky things have been in for so long, you know, you know, they'll take care of it, though, if they need to. (laughs) If they need augmentation. Yes, they are. They will figure something out. Yes. Now, what about butts? Are butts still in or out? I think they've been in for like 10 years. Well, J-Lo. Right. Brought it. Kicked it off. Kicked it off. Um, really went mainstream. With yeah, it. went mainstream. And with the Kardashians, I think they're going to stay in for a while. And Beyonce. And Beyonce, who's, I, I believe that Beyonce's butt's natural. I think it's like, I basically assume the Kardashians is not, right? Oh, uh, I don't think that, no, I, I don't think those are natural butts. I really don't, compre- I can't comprehend butt implants. Is it the same like silicone I don't, bags? I don't is it know. harder? I also just imagine like. They have to be more durable. You sit on it all day long. I kind of, this is not how it works, but I just imagine like a rubber butt mold and they put the whole thing in there, oh. but that's not what happens. <laughs> that's not what they do. I don't know. It's bad. It's bad. There are a lot of stars that have it now. Um, Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Hers is ridiculous. Well, but hers Kim- was photographed in a rather unflattering light recently. It Sometimes they end up looking funky. They kind of droop a little bit. The implants lose their shape. I mean, they start when they start to look cartoonish. Yes. That's when you got to reel that shit in. Yeah. It just, it doesn't look The natural. fact that. Kardashian like had a champagne bottle like resting on her ass in that one photo. No, it's a champagne glass yeah. where she shot the champagne over her head. Yeah, that's just you shouldn't let's it shouldn't be a shelf. Now I have a question for you. When you saw that picture, did you think it was hot? Did any part of you think it was attractive? Yes. Okay. What was it about the photo? Mostly all the nakedness, I'd say, was what's hot. Right. Right. Was the butt itself? The butt's a little too big, I think. Honestly. Okay. And then the the. Picture itself. She's a sexy individual. She is. So a lot of sexy. stuff she does is sexy, even if I don't think I don't actually think she's perfect. But well, it's perfect. She's somebody that people throw out all the time as like the perfect. Right. And I don't think so. But that doesn't mean that she's not still sexy. Yeah, she's no, I think she's super hot. And the thing about guys is when a girl's naked, part of you is always gonna think it's hot in some Really? I mean, I, I suppose it depends. Yeah. But for the most part, there's not many people. If you're in Hollywood and you're nude, it's gonna it's be it's gonna be pretty it's hot. Gonna be hot. Now I'm gonna throw out some ladies of different age ranges, and I want you to imagine them naked, and I want you to tell me. Okay. Charlie's hot. <laughs> 
Charlie's throne. Sure. Very hot. I mean, okay. we saw her naked in Atomic Blonde. Extremely hot. Yeah. And, and the thing about Atomic Blonde, the nude scenes were, they weren't sexy. They weren't filmed to be sexy. They were filmed to show her injuries and right. and like, you know, and, and stuff like that. corny to say, but they were like really tastefully done. Like they it was were, silhouette yeah, because, and stuff. Yeah. But still hot. Yeah. Okay. Um, Pamela Adlon. I imagine that would be hot. Real okay, yes. nice. Okay, I'm trying to find some like older ladies, and I think you'd have to get pretty old before it stops being hot. Susan Sarandon, hot. She's seventy. Yeah, I know. And you're still there. But I'm imagining now. I don't know what a seventy year old looks like without their clothes on. I have not ever googled that. I've mm-hmm. never looked, so I can't imagine it. But the picture that you showed me of her at can, that's hot. It takes. It would take like a Helen Mirren. I don't think. That wow. I don't imagine is hot. So I wonder what it is. I guess you can be sexy. It's just, it, it's kind of like an attitude and something that you, doesn't matter what age you are. Well, Susan Sarandon still seems like she has a pretty decent body too. Yeah, she does. Right. That's what will be hot. Wow. I saw a picture the other day. They showed uh, Elizabeth Hurley came out with like some bikini photos and she's yeah. 50. It's ridiculous. If you, you actually really? feel Hold bad on. about yourself if you look at it. I gotta see She looks like she's got the body of like a 24 year old. It's insane. Wait a minute, babe. Why but that's you, Elizabeth Hurley. Why didn't you send this to me? I don't. I don't like to send you pictures of old women in bikinis and say, "Look how hot this woman is." Uh, it makes me feel great to know that it's possible. Oh, then this is going to make you feel amazing. Yeah. No, I want to see Elizabeth Hurley looking hot in a bikini. Okay. Who doesn't? I. Think. I mean, everyone does for different reasons. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she looks incredible. It's, it's, like, it's, I have never looked like this in the bikini. Like, ever. Even when you were, like, 21, maybe? maybe? I was, maybe? like, 21. Yeah, but no. That actually makes me feel awesome. Oh, great. Because here's the thing. I've never looked like Elizabeth Hurley, but I also don't know anyone else who has ever looked like Elizabeth Hurley. Oh. No. Makes me feel good to know that you can still keep your shit together. Yes. And, she is keeping and her shit together. men still find, like, even though you're older, you're still attractive. There you go. So... Boobs are back. Boobs are back and old ladies and can old lady, rock it. Even old lady boobs. Yeah, yeah. Keep it together. So also in the New York Post this week. Oh, New York Post feeding our, really feeding our podcast. Really getting at me this week. It was, they, they're awesome. So there's an article about what the future will probably look like in the year 2040. 2040. Not that far away. Only 20 years. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah, no, it's years. not yeah. that far. So pre- Okay, pretty, what do we got? Okay. Hoverboards and stuff? Actually, probably, but um, I'm just going <laughs> to go like hit the highlights real fast. Okay. So we're health. This isn't that exciting, but we're all going to wear like a huge range of monitors that tell us like what our blood pressure is all the time and our heart rate. And I our, could see that. Yeah, and ox- blood oxygen level and that kind of stuff. We're almost there with like the watches now that exactly. they have. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. kind of going there. And this is interesting. Children born in 2040 will have an indefinite life. Whoa, really? Yes. So there's going to be like gene therapy and st- stem cell stuff. Like our grandkids. Yeah. Then. So can you imagine like it may be illegal to reproduce because at some point in time we'll be overpopulated. Yes, right. Crazy, right? Wow. This is interesting. So sex. People will fall in love with robot partners. And that will impact relationships. I could see that too. So you're going to have like a robot lover and you kind of don't need anybody else. It would be so easy to do that. And also to think, well, I'm not dating this sex robot. I'm just like having sex with him. But then it takes care of certain urges that motivate you to find a partner. Yeah. So you kind of just end up not 
check off the trying boxes is hard so you don't to try. find a partner. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Um, well, maybe that'll balance out the any babies that are born will be indefinite. Good point. Um, but it says that weddings will become rarer and promiscuity will go off the scale as I, social attitudes will get more relaxed. Once we hit like Westworld times, you to- totally. I mean, we're not going to be at yeah. Westworld robots in 20 years, but. No, but it's all going to be VR and yeah, all that we'll stuff. Yeah, we'll be getting close. All yeah. right. So it says on average, women today have nine sexual partners in their lifetime and men have 11. And that number is expected to rise to 100 for women and 200 for men. My word. Can you imagine? I can't imagine having 100 sex partners in my lifetime. No, and I guess. That I wonder. a little heavy. A hundred, yeah. You're banging a hundred <laughs> dudes out there. I mean, I'm sure people get there, and that's total. I'm not judging you. <laughs> if you're one of those people that that have, they're like, yeah, I could, I probably will have a hundred. Then God bless you. That sounds great. I mean, I guess if you've been single for ten years, I mean, you can hit a. That's ten a year. That's ten sex partners a year. Yeah. I mean, it's not that crazy if you live that kind of a lifestyle, but I think the average person, like, I don't know ten people I'd want to have sex with in a year. <laughs> right. People be doing it in the future. People be banging. Cars are going to drive themselves. Not that big of a thing. Pretty given. Food. So it's all going to be vegetable-based protein. Okay, yes. Meat's going to fall off. It's going to be grown hydroponically in these huge warehouse lab. But everything's going to be organic, super healthy. Everything's going to be responsibly processed. So there's no chemicals or anything, but... The proteins are going to be manipulated from from plant based. Uh, it makes stuff. sense. I mean, the way we eat meat now is not really sustainable. Yeah. So that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So and smart. So communication. Smartphones are going to be replaced by control centers that we wear in our body. Um, like wearable devices. Wear, all over. So okay. contact lenses with text floating in. Oh. Earrings that send messages. So we won't look as if we're wearing anything extra, but it's all going to be very seamless. Isn't it crazy to think that if this really is in twenty years, it will be second nature to our kids oh yeah you know whereas we'll be it'll be it'll be hard for us to keep up with it but our kids will just be jumping right into this yeah and whereas i had to teach my mom to text me the kids will be having some new thing where it's like oh you gotta blip my ear or Mm -hmm. whatever the thing is pretty crazy but i think it'll be more user-friendly Probably. They, it's they, gonna there get won't more be the technological intuitive. divide yes. because we'll, it, we'll just be like, oh, just put this in and it just happens. Right. That makes sense. Like Alexa is super easy for everyone and it's really advanced technology. Well, they say that, but then my grandfather my grandfather tries to work it sometimes and he has some trouble. But. <laughs> All right. Okay. Entertainment. Today, you know, people are kind of glued to their phones, their iPads and stuff. In 2040, people are going to spend their time in virtual worlds. Totally makes sense. Yeah. Either at work and at leisure. So instead of looking at the device, you'll experience it as you as it's real. It like it won't seem artificial. Yeah, it's basically the, the holodeck. It's like the holodeck. Yeah, it's like Ready Player One, which you don't know about. It's a movie coming out. That's exactly. Oh, what you know, it is. I think I wanted to see you that. Saw the trailer, I saw the, the trailer, trailer and yeah, I got it's, a little It's exactly excited. that. Everyone lives in virtual worlds. Yeah. So there's the, going to be that, which is probably where the sex is coming in. Oh yeah. Oh man, that was it. But I was. I mean, the, that's pretty good. Yeah, I know that really it. scares me. You know, most of that is makes sense. That's the way that's it's going to work. It all seems great. It scares me a little, to be honest. I could understand why, but you, you kind of just have to. It's, change is inevitable, and you kind of just have to roll with it and assume. You know, it's all going to work out for the best, and we'll find our way to use it. Yeah, I hope Either you're way. right. Hope I mean, you're right, plus, Steve. If you're sad. You'll be doing it so much. There'll be so much banging that you won't even have time to be sad. That sounds great. So that's, <laughs> just think about that. That's, that's a silver lining. 
you know, the, the sex stuff you were just talking about in the future reminded me of something I read last month, which is people in Japan are having less sex than ever. Why? Like they've talked about how the birth rate is dropping and yeah. people just aren't having sex. Nearly a third of Japanese people entering their 30s are virgins. What? Which is, oh, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being a virgin. No, but, that's fine. But to but... say that a third of a country by the time they reach 30 hasn't had sex. That's crazy. Why are they And doing they don't this? quite know. Scientists are a little bit baffled. So some men claim that they find women scary. What? Which is ridiculous. That's insane. Yes. 64% of people in that 18 to 34 age group say they just can't be bothered by relationships. Like they're just not interested. So women think, women are saying that men can't be bothered to ask women out because it's just easier to watch internet porn. What? And some women are basically like trying to focus on their career. Uh-huh. And they, there's a stigma against casual sex for women. They're judged. So they would rather just not do it. They want to focus on their career and they just can't be bothered because they kind of think guys are basically just like not interesting. They're not interested in a relationship or sex. Basically, they say women's career advance stops dead when they get married. It's not great in the States either, but it sounds horrible there. 70% of women leave after they have a first kid and stuff. So some of it is is career focused, but also guys just not asking girls out like there's no there's no driving libido to push them together wow that's crazy yes and which is exactly what you sort of described and they don't even have the virtual robot sex yet i mean they're probably pretty far advanced with like vr porn and whatnot but still yeah you know that doesn't seem healthy i think that like sex is a really important part of life i think like it's it's what why people fight wars and well that's not a good reason for sex right there. That particular... No, no, no. But it's why people... It, it's part of it what... It moves the world forward. It moves the it world. Does. Like, that's part of what drives people. Yes, that's ex- exactly right. And even You're if like, it's not even if it's not sex, there's something that happens when men and women are together in an environment. Even if it's an underlying energy, even if, you know, you're not necessarily having sex with anyone. No, there can and, still and be a little sexual tension, the, but in a fun way. In a, yeah, yeah, in a fun way. Like, I think, you know, I th- always think of, like, workplaces that that we've worked in and it's always a little bit more interesting when you've got a bunch of sexy people and you've got sexy guys, you got sexy girls, even if the people are married and they go home to their spouses and there's nothing that ever happens, it kind of gives this like dynamic and it's kind of, it drives people to work together and to come together and do interesting things. I believe that. I believe it's a very healthy thing. If you if you go about it the right, right way, if you manage sure it, yes, you can easily fuck it up and say, and it all goes to shit. Right, right. But for the most part, I think it's a very healthy thing. Yeah, and the article was saying that Japan just might be ahead of the curve, and this might be a trend that's mm. going to start to take place in Europe and the US. I just can't imagine. I can't imagine people I know, or you know, I, I, I can't imagine a world where twenty somethings aren't trying to go out and get lucky. I mean, also, I just I. You're fighting your own natural instincts. Totally. Libido is a natural thing. Your body wants to find someone to have sex with. This is going to be really revealing about oh, things right. that I, I... We're getting good here, people. I, I I like to align my chakras. I don't know if you know. Yes, like, I do. Um, so I have chakra stones and I have chakra meditations. And for anyone who doesn't know, chakras are energy points within your body. There's a vertical line that goes from your crown chakra, which is the top of your head, to your root chakra, which is um, basically your genitals. Right. 
and each there's a color stone that aligns with each chakra. Okay. And there's a different meditation for each chakra. Okay. And each chakra drives you in a different way. So your root chakra, which is connected to your genitals, obviously that's where your libido comes from. But if your root chakra is shut down, it also um, shuts down other parts of you that are important, like your creativity. Okay. So creativity and sexual drive are connected. Interesting. Yeah. If you shut down sexually, you also shut down creatively. It's a very important thing. Um, you gotta keep it going. So yeah, keep so that root chakra. I mean, I, I understand they're they're doing it because they feel like they need to protect themselves in some way. Meaning not having sex. Because yeah, of, well, I like guess. turning off the like for women, you know, turning off the libido. They're thinking, oh, this will help my career. This will protect me right. in a society that doesn't value me. Yeah, I wonder if it would be different if you took if you took some Japanese kids in their twenties and brought them to America. Would they suddenly? you know, kind of change and with that sex, because we are a culture that, you know, has a thriving sex drive. In the right environment. I mean, I think that in America, we tend to exploit sexuality a lot. I don't think it's something that necessarily needs to be exploited to the degree that we do, but I very much believe in celebrating your sexuality. I think it's an important part of who you are and it's an important expression. You know, when I talk about sexuality, I don't mean the physical act of having sex. I mean, the thing, the thing that drives you sexually. Right. That's something to be celebrated. That's a very beautiful part of who you are. Have sex or don't, but at least be in touch with that part of yourself, you know? And in order to do that, you have to express it in some way. And you need to date people. You need to go out and you need to find out what turns you on in that way. Um, so yeah, maybe in the right environment, they would they well, would adapt. Hopefully this podcast will reach Japan and into some yes. young person's ears. Yeah, I wish I knew them. Japanese because I would I would reach out to my <laughs> brothers and sisters in Japan and also thank them for making sushi. Right, they got that going. Yeah, they do. Speaking of dating, I have a great idea for our next date. Okay. And I cannot take credit for it. All right. Because it's it's, a, it's something that's going viral. There's a couple who, who did this and posted on just their Facebook that they were doing this. And people started sharing the post because it's an amazing idea. So they took $20, $10 each, and went into the Salvation Army. And they were charged to buy each other an outfit. Okay, so shopping for each other. To okay. wear With out 10 on bucks. the date. And they just bought the most ridiculous outfit they could possibly buy for each other. So they intentionally tried to go weird. Weird. Right. Oh, okay. And then they go just out. On, they hit the town. This is amazing. Isn't that a great this idea? This is a fantastic idea. That's like the best. I, I'm like, everyone should be doing this. Yeah, that's great. We're definitely going to do that. Yeah. It supports the Salvation Army, right? So you've, you've got that charity element built in. You know, feel good about <laughs> right. that. And then you get to dress up your spouse in the most ridiculous thing you can find for $10. Right. And then you have to go out and actually enjoy the night in these outfits. I find another bonus to it, which is I always get nervous shopping for you. Yeah. I, I think women are hard to shop for when it comes to clothes. Right. Unless the guy's really on top of it. But I'm super intimidated when it comes to shopping for clothes for you. But this is a way where I do not <laughs> to be intimidated. One, I have $10. No. Yeah. Two, the intention is to buy Make something. Make me look as ridiculous as possible. That's embarrassing. 
And so there's just no pressure. So finally, I get to shop for you. Yeah. And I don't have to have I think pressure. we should do it on our next date night. Okay. This is fantastic. <laughs> I love this idea. What if it's really bad? We, you know, we should do it and we should um, Instagram live. Oh, yes. From, right. from Salvation, from Salvation Army. Army. And the date where yes. we wear our That's a fantastic idea. outfits. Okay. Yeah. What if they're really bad? They're probably, I mean. They're going to be awful. The, right. They're going to be awful. But I also think that everyone who listens should try it too. And it's a fantastic just post idea. it and tag us in it and just be like, hey, guys, we did it. I want to see. Like, I want, I think everyone should do this. I think it's the best idea. Okay, Salvation Army date. You're about to go yes. away for a week, so we have to wait a week we to do, do it. We do. But, but then as soon as we you get, get back, back, our next date, <laughs> our next date, when we're trying out a new sitter, too. Right. Next week. And so then when maybe we come home <laughs> in our soup, goofy ass clothing. And if she's not scared away, then she's the girl. Right. Yeah. It'll be awesome if we leave in one outfit. I don't know how, where we change, but if we leave in one outfit and then just come home in I think, weird I other think outfits. it's okay. I think if you tell the people at the Salvation Army what you're doing, I think they're going to let you change there and just take the tags off and you can buy the clothes okay. there. Right. All right. I, this is exciting. <laughs> I'm excited for this date. I love it. All right. Me we're too. doing it. It's going to be so good. Before we go, I wanted to give an unsolicited plug to my new favorite shirt maker. And this is very unsolicited because we've spent hundreds of dollars with them in the last two weeks. Right. And they don't, they're, <laughs> they don't know. No, they have no idea. So the name of the place is called the Roosevelt's mm-hmm. and the website is rsvlts.com. Mm-hmm. So basically just an abridged Roosevelt's. And they have a, a bunch of different things, but one of their best things is shirts. And I got a shirt from them six months ago, and it's a pattern from the Sandlot. So it's got the Beast and Wendy Peppercorn on it, which I think we've talked about. And recently, I just bought two new ones, ones with pugs and ones with just this cool star pattern out of Super Soakers. Mm -hmm. And then the Coup de Gras, one of the greatest shirts Uh. I've ever seen, and I'm waiting for it to arrive, is called the Kapow. And it's like a pattern that is reminiscent of the opening art card from Saved by the Bell and little illustrated Kelly Kapowski's The Kapow. I mean, I'm so excited to wear the shirt. Yeah, so they focus on um, modern pop culture Americana and they put them in cool designs and put them on t-shirts. It's really awesome. I messaged them because I mentally flagged the Kapow and I told you about it and you're like, well, why, why didn't you buy me the shirt? And I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I should have bought you the shirt. This is crazy. And I went on their site and the Kapow was nowhere to be found. I guess they were sold out of Kapow. So I messaged him and I was like, I am so sorry. I messaged him from drunk parents. Right. And I said, <laughs> I, you know, we love you guys. Is there, are there any Kapows left? And they're like, here's an extra large. So the Kapow is coming to oh, you. I love it. Next time we do Insta Live, I'll be flying that will bad be. boy. <laughs> so, so excited. excited. And shipping is really fast. We get your so, stuff fast. If you need a new shirt, go to the Roosevelt's before the summer ends. They've yes. got great ones. Okay, thanks for listening this week, everybody. If you'd like to catch up with us in between episodes, you can find us on Instagram at Drunk Parents. You can listen to past episodes on our website, drunkparents.squarespace.com, or wherever you get your podcasts, like Apple Podcasts. And if you want to email us, you can email us at drunkparentssaywhat at gmail.com. That's right. Cocktail suggestions, anything you got, mm-hmm. burning parental questions. Yes. Clearly. Not that we know what we're doing. No, but we'll give you funny we'll answers. Right. Yeah. 
We'll at least let you know you're not alone. That's right. You're not alone. (laughs) Okay. Until next time, may your parenting be easy. And your cocktails be strong. Love you guys. Cheers. Cheers.